Omis, we're back with a special episode where I'll be wrapping up everything that happens during FOMO days one, two, and three. To kick things off, we'll be starting with day one where we had a opening speech from Zeus and we were talking about liquidity mining last DeFi summer and how that's really only a short-term solution to a long-term problem because eventually protocols will run out of equity to um, incentivize liquidity providers and essentially they've gone to zero. They've wasted all their money. Um, And this is where OP steps in. Um, You know, early on you can have um, liquidity mining, but but long-term, you know, um, the protocol uh, would accumulate lots of liquidity through Olympus Pro and it's um, self-sustaining. It's owning, not renting. Um, and the fees from OP, um, Zeus touched on how a, they, they somewhat are nominal because the idea is we want um, you know as many protocols to use this as possible um, because what's most important is building up the ecosystem and economy surrounding Olympus because it can't achieve the goals of becoming a reserve currency um, if it doesn't satisfy those first two things. Closely followed by Zeus, we had Sam from Frax Finance talking about Olympus and, and how much of a success it has been for, for Frax Finance. Um, and for the Omis that don't know, Frax has been um, Olympus's earliest partner. And over the course of the last three months, they have been purchasing Frax bonds via their AMO and um, slowly accumulating OM over time. And this has very much exceeded their expectations. And Sam touched on how a lot of Algo stable coins can uh, very much benefit from um, the Olympus Pro product. And he also touched on how the Frax monetary policy, you know, really OP really ties quite well into into, into their policy, and it'll be very much used to um, create more stability and expand their balance sheet. Sam then talks about um, a lot of the gauges, um, and for the owners that don't aren't familiar with Frax gauges, essentially, you know, the more FXS that you have, you can vote um, or bribe certain gauges. Very similar to the way that Curve is set up, where the more votes that a certain gauge gets. Um, the more rewards uh, distributed in FXS um, to those certain pairs. And he also touches on how um, the, yeah, the expansion um, to L2 or Arbitrum. And he had some closing thoughts. Um, Olympus is the embodiment of optimism. is one of my favorite quotes. Um, and he also drew upon a tweet of uh, Fiskantes talking about you know, the probability of failing increases with adoption versus the probability of success increasing with adoption. And Olympus from... Sam's perspective very much falls in that latter um, half of probability of success increasing with adoption. He also just touched on how uh, the Olympus community is, is clearly the most unique and strongest community in the space. Sam also highlighted how Frax, MIM, and LUSD represent a third of all curve emissions, um, which is which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Next up, we had Colton's speech. Colton is the growth lead at Liquidity, and as the OMIs know. LUSD bonds have launched recently and within the f- the first few days we are now within the top 10 LUSD holders which is absolutely crazy. He also touched on the LUSD own pool which is set to go live soon with uh, liquidity incentives and that'll probably go live in the next week or two. For the OMIs who don't who who, who aren't really familiar with liquidity, essentially liquidity is a um a- allows you to deposit ETH and then draw LUSD. So um, LUSD is uh, purely backed by ETH um, and its governance minimized um, and completely um, decentralized. doesn't require, um, there's, there's nothing that can change the contracts. Um, it's very much a you know, uh, minimalistic design 
um, which allows for um, efficiency and decentralization. Um, and where can where can OMIs use their LUSD? Well, you can use it in the curve pool to earn yield. Um, you can convert LUSD into other stables uh, and then earn yield elsewhere to earn um, to keep the spread on that. Um, you can also deposit into stability pools, earn liquidity. And, and Colton was also wary about revealing too much alpha about what was in the pipeline, but um, JAWS um, announced uh, that there was an Alchemist Crucible um, rewards program for the new um, OM LUSD pool. Uh, and for those who aren't familiar with Crucible, essentially you deposit MIST and ETH uh, as a liquidity position and then you take that LP token and deposit in to the Alchemist website and you can mint a Crucible that essentially acts as a wallet. And that Crucible you can use to essentially participate in different rewards programs that um, Alchemist is running. And so that's that's something in the pipeline, a bit of alpha that dropped during the session. And and do you do you pay interest when you borrow LUSD? Well, you don't. Essentially, what happens is when you uh, mint LUSD from the ETH that you've used as collateral, you pay a one-time uh, issuance fee, and the loan duration is indefinite. When you want to pay back your loan, um, then you just pay back your loan. Colton also touched on his um, lack of voice because he has been parting it up at the NYC mainnet. Um, and he hats off to Colton, did well to get through that one. Our next partner speaking, we had Stake Dow. This is a bit of a different one as we had um, some questions that were read out by Wartool and there were some answers from Stake Dow that were pre-recorded. Um, and essentially their mission is to democratize DeFi and remove the obscurity from DeFi um, because, you know, what is all of this um, if it's circular and really what they're trying to do is is just improve the overall education um, surrounding DeFi users. Uh, and, and essentially what they do is they offer high yield um, strategies um, for users, you know, um, particularly focusing on kind of um, penetrating the Southeast Asia market at the moment. Um, so how can they, you know, benefit from um, OP? So they, they're really looking to, you know, achieve deeper liquidity and, and reduce the kind of long, long tail inflation on their... Um, um, SDD token and what they're really, you know, what their challenges are as a DAO, they're really working to decentralize governance more and, and really partner and collaborate with more protocols in the space. And who are the, you know, people that use stake DAO? Well, essentially they're DeFi natives, they've, you know, as, as most protocols are in the space to begin with. But as I mentioned before, they're really trying to push to make easy to interact um, and navigate uh, user experience for, for people that aren't necessarily DeFi native. And last but not least, we had Danny's speech, Danielle from Popsicle, Abracadabra, Time, the amount of projects this man is involved in, I can't even keep up with. He was touching on Olympus as a reserve currency, first impressions, Ponzi, but when he started to think about it a bit more, he he's an OG in the space. He you know got paid in Bitcoins when they're in the tens of thousands, sold it, of course, but he, he, goes, he walks us through his thoughts as he started to move beyond the the kind of um, Ponzi frame of mind. And he really starts to kind of compare this feeling he gets with Olympus to early Bitcoin uh, and touches on Bitcoin community at uh, a billion dollar market cap was small and, you know, likewise with Olympus. Um, he also touches on, you know, the funny story of mining Bitcoin with his PlayStation, which uh, I don't think you can do anymore. Um, and, and, what he really highlights is 
you know, the main difference between um, Bitcoin and Olympus, whereas, you know, Bitcoin from the beginning um, is very much pushed payments, payments, payments. Um, and because the inflation was so high early on, um, a lot of people did use it for payments, whereas um, Olympus is very much the opposite. The kind of store of value, value accrual vehicle has been very much um, pushed from the beginning. Um, and that's a very strong foundation to um, to be founded upon. Uh, and he, in his eyes, he really thinks that's um, that has a really long sustainable future. So really exciting to to hear those um, thoughts from someone who's uh, really you know, a veteran in the space. And he also touched on, um, you know, he's been getting plenty of requests uh, for more MIM, uh, for OMIs uh, to borrow against their um, wrapped SOM. For, for those who don't know, um, MIM is the, uh, you know, stable um, currency that you mint uh, via Abracadabra. So Abracadabra is a um, borrow lending platform where you deposit interest-bearing tokens and you can essentially um, borrow against those. Um, and you can mint MIM um, from those uh, interest-bearing tokens. Uh, and, and we very much hit our cap um, with MIM and he he's... Uh, definitely is not looking to raise that one anytime soon. I think we have upwards of 60 to 70 million um, deposited in Abracadabra. Um, and, and for the homies that don't know, he's also running the Avalanche, Olympus Fork, um, Wonderland or Ticker Time. And there was a funny post um, that he referred to where he's the mimetic sailor and he only buys um, ohm dips. It's essentially our ohm buyback machine. Some interesting points that he also touched on was how the push for multi-chain is very similar to the um, 2017 exchange rush where a lot of projects were very much fighting to, to get um, listed on centralized exchanges or how things have changed. Um, you know, and he touched on how increasing the velocity of liquidity across um, different chains is really the next step in um, accelerating cross-chain uh, deployment. And he also noodled with Zeus a little bit on potentially using wrapped SOM as a trading pair, um, which is a very interesting topic of conversation, which hopefully we can get into more later down the track and hopefully see if um, the uh, policy gigabrains can explore that one. And so how does he round this conversation out? He essentially just touches on, you know, we, we kind of ask the question, what's the next step for Olympus and, um, you know, Olympus um, replacing uh, Bitcoin essentially. Um that, that, that was kind of his closing thoughts. So super exciting, um, you know, thing to think about. Um, we could very much be early homies. Um, so very interesting. And uh, that about wraps up the um, pilot partner speeches. Um, I think we, we covered a lot of different areas and there was some really interesting insights from all partners. We then ended up having a ledger giveaway where um, Wartall kind of touched on how we've seen a lot of um, scams and we wanted to kind of emphasize how much we value security by giving something back to the community in the form of a hardware wallet. Um, so that was super cool. And we also had Uga Soda NFT giveaway for, um, you know, it was Olympus themed um, with all the OP partners, which was awesome. Um, and I definitely saw some people fighting over in the chat because I was so keen to get those ones. Then after our two giveaways, Wartle led, led us into a uh, DAO recruitment drive video where we um, essentially had a little a uh, highlight reel of all the teams within the DAO and, and where 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 um, some areas we need some more contributors. Uh, I can speak for myself. Olympus Score is always looking for more people to come and give us a hand. There's only a few of us 
um, you know, regularly contributing and it's, um, it's pretty intense and we have a lot of cool ideas that we need some um, new brains to jump on. Um, so, so on a, on a side note, definitely, definitely need more people in the DAO. Uh, it was just, you know, specifically touched on creative design team, uh, uh, Solidity and front end engineers. Um, it's crazy. We have over 70 contributors in the DAO at the moment. Awesome to see. And to, to wrap everything up, um, what a better time than, um, Zeus to drop a bit of alpha. You know, he's telling people to, he's just reiterating that people should jump into the Olympus DAO discord and have a, have a look at all the ongoing projects. And he also mentioned something that was Ohm centric, but not necessarily related to Ohm, potentially something that he's building on top of Ohm, which is super cool. Um, and, and he also just touched on how, um, you know, Olympus, it, it needs to see more projects being built um, on top of Ohm um, for it to really reach the status of becoming a um, you know, key infrastructure piece or a reserve currency. And so after that wild ride, we had everyone migrate from the stage or in, in Twitch to hop into the voice channel for a DJ live stream and pumped out tunes there. And we still, I think we still have a few people chilling and killing in the um, voice chat. I'm pretty sure they fell asleep listening to the tunes and I, I can't I can't blame them. I, the, the stream was so good. Without further ado, that was our FOMO 3 daily wrap for day one. We'll see you tomorrow, Omis, for day two. <laughs>